The following information is intended for educational purposes only. It is not medical advice. The views expressed do not reflect those of this broadcaster. Should you choose to implement this information, please do so only with the assistance of a licensed medical professional. Neither the presenter nor this broadcaster assume any responsibility for any adverse effects or consequences that may result. His video channel was banned from YouTube for telling the truth. He's been blowing the whistle on pandemic misinformation and warning you about the privacy concerns of contact tracing and the potential consequences of a rushed vaccine, all while being maligned by so-called fact checkers. He is a no-holds-barred advocate for your health, your rights, and your safety. Dale Bigtree is the host of The High Wire, and he's about to give you a health awakening. Welcome to The Health Awakening. I'm your host, Scott Laird. I want to get right into it today with our guest, Dell Bigtree. It is an honor to have you back on the show. Welcome, sir. It's great being here, Scott. I'm looking forward to it. Well, you know, you talk openly about viewpoints on health that uh, are very different than what we are being told by government officials lately. And uh, I would think that in a country that believes in free speech, uh, especially when it comes to government overreach, uh, we'd think that, you know, Americans should have that right. But uh, apparently that is not the case lately. And uh, for example, your channel was taking off of YouTube. Uh, tell us what happened there. Well, yeah, that was about, it was the same week, actually, that the Frontline uh, Doctors Summit, where 12, I think it was a dozen doctors, stood in front of the Supreme Court and um, talked about using hydroxychloroquine, said we actually have a treatment now that is extremely successful, which means this pandemic and the fear is over. Many doctors talking about sending our kids back to school. Of course, that was on a Monday. That, that video had 17 million views in six hours. And then Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube all took it down. Um, and then two days later on Wednesday, YouTube took my channel down without any explanation why. Uh, we did not have any strikes that I knew of against our channel. Uh, we've been using that channel to broadcast our show, The High Wire, with Dell Bigtree for the last three years. But I did see it coming uh, earlier the, the previous week on the Wednesday. Uh, Media Matters put out an article uh, essentially challenging uh, Facebook and YouTube to take me down. The headline was something like anti-vaxxer Dell Bigtree using Facebook and YouTube to spread dangerous coronavirus information. Um, so we knew we were under attack. That afternoon, my personal Twitter uh, was blocked. I was in jail for about three weeks. Um, and then on Monday, uh, Facebook uh, warned us that they were about to take our channel down if we didn't stop spreading the information that we were spreading. Uh, they call it misinformation. I call it the missed information. But the truth is, is yes, we now live in a world where we're not allowed to have a dialogue, even though those dialogues are being created by doctors and scientists from around the world. The fact that those 12 you know, doctors with real medical licenses and real patients with true stories from the front lines and their experience, to shut that down means that we are no longer allowed to have a dialogue in the United States of America. And it's really a shame. It's really a shame because I think the dream of Facebook and the dream of YouTube and these things were these platforms where we could have international conversations. Uh, and especially in a moment like this with a pandemic, as they call it, that it, they, you know is not nearly as deadly as was ever promised, but nonetheless, 
we have an opportunity where these platforms could have had all of the scientists and doctors and their experiences from around the world weighing in and saying, here's what we're using here in you know, Italy, here's, we're having some success with vitamin C in Japan or, you know, hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin and zinc. We could have seen an international forum where scientists could have found a way forward working with each other. And instead, Facebook and YouTube, the one moment that they could have risen to be that great connecting, uh, you know, interconnected information center, they are shutting down that information. And that's from pressure by the uh, Democrats like Adam Schiff. I don't mean to make this political, but it just happens to be becoming political. Uh, we are now under attack. There is a party in this country that does not believe in free speech any longer or First Amendment rights to free speech, and that is terrifying. And so it is affecting the high wire. And just to give it some perspective, and, and we, you know, when YouTube, when we stream our show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, we usually see that our YouTube views are around three to 5,000 live viewers watching the show. Now, over the course of a week, people go and watch that video and they'll get 100, 200,000 views. Uh, Facebook, when we're streaming live, it's around 8,000 uh, live viewers, sometimes 10,000 live viewers, which are great numbers for a lot of people. But I keep, you know, asking the question of my team, you know, I can't walk through an airport anymore without being recognized by somebody, which I find astounding if we're in the thousands and tens of thousands uh, of live viewers worldwide. And so sure enough, it's sort of an accidental study took place. The moment YouTube took us down, I put out a video and said, come on over. We're building our website to be able to stream live. Come to the highwire.com. And of course, that third, we had 24 hours to make it work. YouTube had been the player for our website. So we had to build a new player from scratch. And our, and our website crashed a couple of times. I thought, wow, we must have gotten hit by all 5,000 of those viewers. Or maybe we, we brought, draw, drew in some extra seven or 8,000. Our analytics came in a couple of days later and 221,000 people were attempting to watch the High Wire Live, wow. which tells me somebody has been lying to us. And I, I, had, I had sensed this from the beginning. I believe Facebook is lying to us. I think that we are really being seen by millions of people around the world, but they're just not letting us see our numbers. So we can't trust any of this anymore. We can't trust the way this system is designed. Obviously, Donald Trump has passed an executive order uh, to investigate the censorship by social media platforms, especially if they seem to only be targeting, you know, one half of a conversation. Uh, you know, there's real questions on whether that should be allowed. We are working on a lawsuit against YouTube um, because it's just not right to um, keep these conversations from happening. And, and it, what's really ironic about it is, you know, my I'm known for our investigation. I have a nonprofit, the Informed Consent Action Network. I'm known for my investigation into the safety of vaccines, which got, that's how I started this run. I used to be a producer on the CBS Talks to the Doctors. I won an Emmy Award. But as soon as I found, you know, came upon the story of a whistleblower at the CDC, Dr. William Thompson saying they were committing scientific fraud in the vaccine safety studies, that story was not allowed on television. So I made the documentary Vaxxed. So, you know, that's where all of this, this comes from. That's where the censorship began getting kicked out of Tribeca Film Festival. Um, but all of these you know, things are adding up to us having to take stock 
of what's really taking place, what we really can say, the conversations that should be happening. And what I was going to say, the irony of it is I'm known as being anti-vaccine, anti-pharma, anti-all these things. And for years, they've been threatening to take down my channels. But the irony is the moment I actually was promoting a pharmaceutical product, hydroxychloroquine, that's when they took down my YouTube channel, which should let everybody know there is something about hydroxychloroquine. Our, you know, the NIH and the CDC and the FDA and Tony Fauci and the World Health Organization, uh, there's something they don't want you to know. They don't want a cure to this pandemic because as I predicted over the last several years, I've been saying the pharmaceutical industry is the most powerful industry in the world. In America, it's the number one largest lobby. It's outspending oil and gas two to one. We fight wars in the Middle East for oil and gas. What do you think pharma is there? What are they going to get? I said, I am warning you, pharma is going to attempt to take over the governments of the world. Everyone said, oh, that's a pretty drastic, Dell. It's a little extreme. Well, here we are with a pandemic about nothing. I think we are tracking what appears to be a bad cold. I think we are killing people literally murdering people by denying them treatments that are known to work now, whether it's hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin and zinc or some of these asthma medications that are showing real success. And now, of course, Donald Trump offering a blood plasma uh, product that looks very successful too. But you'll see them gun for it. And there's a reason. One of the things we reported uh, just last week when we investigated the FDA's ability for the emergency use um, um, rules for a vaccine. Remember, it has to come under emergency use to be able to avoid going through the long-term safety studies a vaccine is supposed to go through, which is about two or three years. To circumvent that, we have to have a, an emergency use allowance. The FDA has the rules of emergency use, and one of them, I think it's number four of the set of rules, demands there can be no other viable treatment in order to take an untested vaccine and use it on the population in an emergency use um, situation. So it is clear the FDA, Tony Fauci, the entire purpose of this pandemic, or at least the major purpose, was a forced vaccination program for every adult in the world. Wow. We've already had essentially in a forced vaccination program for our children, but that is not what they want. They want every adult compliant to be injected with vaccines every year of their lives. And it isn't just gonna be a COVID-19 vaccine, folks, that was untested. If you happen to survive that, uh, which means you did better than all the animal trials that have taken place over the last 20 years in the attempt of a coronavirus vaccine, if you survive this vaccine, there's 270 vaccines that are in the approval process as we speak. Thousands and tens of thousands of vaccines are in trials right now. It is the future of the pharmaceutical industry it's a product that doesn't have to be properly tested for safety and that the governments of the world are going to force into you. That is the future. It is a world run by the pharmaceutical industry. And this is what the world looks like, right? Hmm. This is what happens when you hand the world to doctors. Dale, let me, let me stop you there. Uh, we're going to take a short break here. We'll be back with more from Dale Bigtree on The Health Awakening. Stay with us. And welcome back to The Health Awakening. Before the break, we were talking with our guest, Dale Bigtree, about some very interesting things about the uh, current pandemic. And Dale, I want to get into uh, the next thing people are concerned about, and that is contact tracing. We've heard about it. Uh, the theory sounds like a protective measure to keep people healthy, but uh, what should be the concern and why? 
Well, the concern is simply that, you know, we are now contact tracing is the official step into the book 1984 or Brave New World. What we're talking about now is the absolute control and tracking of every human being on this planet. Um, they are using uh, a mandatory vaccine like COVID-19 as an excuse. I think that is the step. You know, I, I was just talking to somebody recently who worked directly with uh, bringing out the information for Edward Snowden, Julian Assange, Chelsea Manning. And, uh, you know, I was sharing my information. He said, Dell, I know you're saying you think the forced vaccination for everybody is the number one plan from the pandemic. He says, but I think you have to be aware that that vaccine is just, you know, he says, I believe the biggest issue at hand is the tracking and tracing and the absolute surveillance of every one of our lives, the total loss of freedom and privacy, the destruction of First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment. Uh, that is what's going on, and the vaccine is the final step to enforce that. In order to track whether you've had your vaccine, we're going to have to track you. Now, look how stupid contact tracing is at this point. Now, perhaps, uh, you know, and, and I want to be honest, I am not anti-science, I'm pro-science. I'm just demanding that really good science take place, real double-blind studies using placebos that we... We're logical and reasonable about our approaches. I'm not against the CDC's, you know, doing its due diligence to pre protect the American population. I'm not crazy. I recognize that we could have a biological weapon someday that attacks us or somehow Ebola starts spreading across the country because we let some, you know, somebody from Africa cross the southern border and weren't aware of it. All of those things are possible. So... Is there a need for contact tracing at some point? Perhaps. Perhaps if Ebola, we suddenly recognize there's 10 cases of Ebola in Texas and two in Utah, that's the moment where you contact trace. That's the moment where you come in and say, we've got to stop this thing. We've got to nip it in the bud. We've got to make sure anybody that's come in contact with this deadly d disease that we can stop it right there that so nobody else comes in contact. That's what contact tracing is. And it would take a few hundred people in order to stop something that's you know affected 20 people. Right now, we are at the point where I, I believe we're somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 million people known to have uh, this virus. And when we think about it, when, you know, 50 million infected in America, and when you contact trace, they try to find at least the 15 people around you. That's the entire country. That's the entire country. We're, we're now in hundreds of millions of people. You cannot contact trace. What kind of army is going to go door to door? And what's the point? What is the point now that the infection is at that level? What you're about to contact trace is the existence of herd immunity, which we're this close to. We can't allow this. This is contact tracing that has nothing to do with this virus. This is getting all of us to accept that we are going to be either microchipped. I know that seems extreme to people, but that product already exists. They can microchip you. So we should be allowed to talk about it without saying, oh, that's a crazy conspiracy theory idea. There are already businesses microchipping people just so they can get through the doors. That microchip can hold your medical information, or maybe it's an ID card, or maybe it's on your cell phone where all of your banking is, so you're going to need your cell phone. Either way, you are being tracked. You know, your health records. Think about if you have autoimmune disease. Think about the privacy, your HIPAA rights, which is no employer is allowed to know whether you're taking a psychotropic drug because you have depression. No employer is allowed to have any of this information 
Well, everybody's going to have this information if we're being contact traced and microchipped or carrying some form of an ID that immediately says where we've been. And by the way, scary things going on right now. If somebody submits to a contact trace and you're in their phone, they can trace you. They can see if your phone has been near their phone. You see how dangerous this is? I mean, I think we have to look at these issues from a historical perspective. We have always heard that if you forget your history, you are doomed to repeat it. These things smack of Nazi Germany, and I am gonna say that now. They've tried to make it again. Don't mention Nazis. Oh, you're, you're quitting with Nazis. Well, yes, I am. We are talking about locking down perfectly healthy people that literally have no symptoms. I mean, that's the world we live in now. Apparently, this virus is so deadly, you don't even know you have it until you get a test that tells you you have it. So we're talking for most of us, no symptoms. We're talking about an infinitesimal death rate of about 2.6% when we're denying treatment, when we're killing people with ventilators, when we're overstating the death rate with, with death certificates that demand that even the assumption that it's COVID, that death certificate needs to say that they died from COVID-19. Under those circumstances, we're at about 170,000 people that have died. Um, Ford Medical Center, who did a study on hydroxychloroquine across six hospitals, one of our best research institutions in the country, they looked at it, six hospitals, thousands of patients. They found that the patients that received hydroxychloroquine died at half the rate half the rate of those that, that, that did not receive it. So that means the death rate in this country should have been half as, of what it was. Donald Trump came forward, I believe it was in early April, first week of April, and said, I like this drug, hydroxychloroquine. The moment he said that, I believe the total deaths by COVID-19 in America was 187 people. But it became political. People that don't like Donald Trump don't want to see him have any success and had an agenda with this pandemic to force vaccinate, as I said, the entire world came out against hydroxychloroquine. Well, now we know we would have had at least half the death rate. And forget, imagine if doctors could have gone on television and said, hey, take some vitamin D, boost your immune system, take some vitamin C, and we're, feeling a lot, we're finding a lot of success with quercetin and zinc. The quercetin opens up the cell, your blood cells, just like hydroxychloroquine, but in a natural, safe way, and then the zinc can do its job. But we're taking away medical, the medical board has been going after any doctor's license that decides to tell you to simply take vitamins on TV. Several have reached out to me, several have been on the high wire, and then said, I'm not under review for saying, talking about vitamin C on the high wire. We are under the most massive oppression by a pharmaceutical industry um, that is attempting to take over the world. And remember, and I think uh, I want to give a shout out to the film Plandemic uh, Indoctrination right now, does a brilliant job of really laying out all of these issues and how all the way back with Rockefeller, he took away all of the natural medicine, all of the herbs and approaches to healing that existed for centuries and replaced them with petroleum, his product, petroleum drugs. And that's what we're seeing, the absolute end game, the destruction of all vitamins, the destruction of homeopathy, chiropractic, acupuncture, you know, probably even massage and replaced by a forced drug program on everyone in the world. All of that made possible by contract tracing. Bill Gates is at the center of this. 
So I think you really got to, here's what we got to be worried about. This is a cabal now. This is a, these, there's two powerful, powerful industries that are now aligning with each other. And that's Silicon Valley. All of our tech industries are becoming drug companies. They're moving together. So now all the tracking, all the surveillance, all the drones, all of the, you know, your cell phone camera, your computer camera is now owned by the pharmaceutical industry too. They are coming together. They're already purchasing your government. We need to recognize while we still can vote, while our vote still matters in this critical, critical next few months, we'll decide whether we allow the total takeover and destruction of the dream of the United States of America and other nations that practice democracy. It all ends within a year or so if we are being forcibly injected with a vaccine that hasn't been through a safety study and is completely protected from liability. This is a dangerous, dangerous situation. Um, I believe we're going to, I, mean, I don't want to be dark about it. I think we're going to survive this because people are waking up. But for everyone that is sitting there on your couch thinking someone's going to fix this for you, I need you. We need you. We need to stand together now. Dale, I'm going to stop you there. We're going to come back and talk more about this vaccine in just a second. Our guest today on The Health Awakening is Dale Bigtree. We'll be back in just a second. Stay with us. Hey, I'm Scott Laird, host of The Health Awakening Show. Listen, if you're hearing this podcast right now and thinking, I like what these guys are talking about, I want to get that. Well, come over to my website, LairdWellness.com, because at LairdWellness.com, you can get all the best health products from The Health Awakening Show in one place. That's the whole point of my website. These products are the best you'll find anywhere. In fact, I use them myself. At LairdWellness.com, you can also watch The Health Awakening Show, read my blog, watch how-to videos, and lots more. So if you hear something you like on today's podcast, you can get it right now at LairdWellness.com and use promo code PODCAST to save 10%. And welcome back to The Health Awakening. Our guest today is, of course, Dell Bigtree. Dell, we're talking all about contact tracing and hydroxychloroquine and things that work, things that don't work, what's going on here, big cover-ups, what is going on. And of course, the big immediate thing in everyone's mind right now is, okay, this vaccine, is it going to be mandatory? Is it going to be uh, not mandatory? You know, What is Trump saying here? Is there any hope for exemption? Where do we go with this? Well, before I get into all of that, I want to talk about the vaccine itself and how dangerous it is. Because the truth is, is if, if, if vaccines were what people really thought they were, which is just some sort of saline injection with a tiny little bit of a virus that goes in, your body builds in, you know, antibodies and immunity and you're good to go, then what difference would it make if it was mandated? And that's how a lot of people think. But the point is, is no vaccine is that safe. In fact, no vaccine is actually made like that. And this vaccine is the most dangerous approach towards the vaccine we have ever seen. So I wanna make this clear and why. Here's what you need to know. We've been attempting to make a coronavirus vaccine for over 20 years. If you remember the phrase, remember coronavirus is one of the viruses in a common cold. How often have you heard the statement, there's no cure for the common cold? This is something that's been attempted. This is like saying, we're gonna come up with a cure for cancer in the next six months. We're gonna throw billions of dollars at it and we'll suddenly have a cure and we're all gonna lock down until we have a cure for cancer. Same exact story. This is one of the, been the, I mean, I don't know why we don't have a cure for cancer. I don't know why every time you put your quarters in the jar or your dollars, it doesn't seem to get to any end. All it seems is more and more people have cancer all around us. 
But just think of COVID-19 vaccine the same way. We've been attempting to make a coronavirus vaccine. Here's what we know about it. About 2005-ish after the SARS coronavirus um, um, pandemic at that time, multiple drug companies attempted to make a coronavirus vaccine, including uh, Dr. Peter Hotez that speaks out a lot about this. Every single one of the animal trials experienced the same problem, even though they all use different approaches. It's either called antibody-dependent enhancement, antibody-immune enhancement, and then there's this um, uh, complement enhancement. And here's what that means. When they gave the animals the vaccine in the, sa- in the trials, it looked like the vaccine was safe because the animals did fine. They didn't seem to have an allergic reaction to it. Great. They also checked their blood and they were creating antibodies, so it looked like it was going to be successful. But then animal trials go through a step that human trials usually do not. It's called a challenge study where we actually inject the virus into the animals to see if the vaccine protects them. And what they discovered in every one of the trials was that instead of protecting them, the antibodies that they had received from the vaccine or created by the vaccine actually took the virus deeper into the body and made them far more sick than they would have been had they naturally just come in contact with it. Many of the animals died. It causes what's called a cytokine storm, complete inflammation throughout the body and the brain, organ failure, lung damage, serious complications. At the end of many of these trials, you'll see a caution. We should be very careful moving forward with human trials. There have been other vaccines throughout time that suffered this issue. Famously, an RSV vaccine, I believe it was back in the 1960s, I'm not sure about the dates, but we were using a vaccine, we thought it was safe, it had made it through the trials, we're giving it to children, but then when the children came in contact with the actual RSV, they ended up having this antibody immune enhancement, immune enhancement reaction, which meant two of the children died, all of them had upper respiratory, massive upper respiratory infections, so the vaccine was far worse than not being vaccinated. Dengue vax last year in the Philippines killed over 100 people that received it, same problem. It looked like it was safe. Then when they came in contact with dengue, it actually ended up killing them instead of protecting them. This is the problem we have with this vaccine. So now, and by the way, many of those vaccines have been discontinued. We stopped trying to make an RSV vaccine because of this issue. So now we are rushing the science. Two of the most dangerous words ever put into a sentence, rush and science. And that's the headline we're reading from around the world. We're skipping the animal trials and we're, we're looking at some of the trials right now for, for you know, Moderna, which is the number one vaccine approach here in the United States of America. We've sunk, I think, over $2 billion into it. Uh, Donald Trump has already bought something like 100 million vaccines to be produced uh, uh, and, and sent out before we even get through the safety studies. Every single person, and I think it was about uh, the, the 40 people trial, the phase two, got sick. Every single person got sick. Remember, if you get the virus yourself, most of us have to get a study or a test to know whether we have it. So there are no symptoms to having the disease for about 95% of us. 99.74% of us, our immune system yeah, adequately handles it, and only 0.26% are dying in America. So already your immune system has a 99.74% success rate of beating COVID-19. There's not a vaccine on the market that has ever been that successful, 99.74%. So think about that. Now imagine a vaccine in the trials. They are literally designing their trials to avoid looking for the antibody immune enhancement. I've gone over this in my show. When 
they do monkey trials, they're skipping testing them when they have low antibodies for the like first three weeks, which is when we would see this catastrophic reaction. So know this, the pharmaceutical companies are doing their own safety trials, not the FDA, not the CDC. That same company stands to make roughly $750 billion because they're going to give this vaccine to every single person in the world. If it's a cheap vaccine at $100 a pop, that's $750 billion. Most of them are saying it's going to take at least two. Now you're moving into the trillions of dollars of profit. I assure you, when there's trillions of dollars to be made, Industries and companies like Merck, Pfizer, Sanofi, Aventis, all of whom have paid out billions of dollars for murdering people, innocent people, for lying about safety of other products. These same people are rushing in this amazing race. So I want to say this. You would be crazy to take this vaccine within one year. We should be watching this vaccine for two to three years. AstraZeneca, the product that's in England right now being tested by Oxford, is demanding that Belgium give them liability protection because they are not, they don't want to be responsible for autoimmune diseases that may occur from the vaccine three, four years down the road. Can you believe that? They're trying to protect themselves. America has already protected them four years down the road. We will not allow you to sue these companies if their product kills you three or four years down the road or you develop lupus or, or diabetes or all, you know, multiple sclerosis. All of this is possible. None of it will we know whether the vaccine is safe. And if it happens to not be able to get around this antibody immune enhancement problem, this vaccine could end up being given to 7.5 billion people and then Maybe it's just a slight mutation in the virus. There's already been over 300 mutations that triggers this enhancement problem. Imagine now 7.5 billion people with a vaccine that can't get out of their bodies and the virus is now making them drop dead. Not at 0.26%. What about 10%? What about 20%? What about all of us? You see, there has never been a virus or bacteria on this planet that has wiped out this species. But if you rush science on a vaccine that we know has a problem of making people more sick and die, you have the potential of wiping out our species from greed and arrogance, from you know Bill Gates to Jeff Bezos and George Soros and all these people that are funding this and brainwashing us through our television. This is the most dangerous vaccine ever attempted. Now, are they gonna force it on you? Donald Trump has got hundreds of millions of vaccines he has, he's gonna have ready to go. He is saying by the fall, maybe even before the election, and, you know, he's saying he's going to use the military to deliver it door to door. There is one sense of hope in Donald Trump, and that is that he is saying he believes people should have a choice. He keeps saying the vaccine is only there for people that want it. He has even said, I am investing just as much money in treatments. And he has said over and over again, I personally would prefer a treatment over a vaccine, but that's me. You can decide. Those, I think, are strong words and they're good words from Donald Trump. But remember, that 100 billion vaccines has already been purchased. This idea of rushing these vaccines onto the market. If someone gets elected that doesn't think like that, that believes in forced vaccination programs, which is what you're finding is a pillar now of, of one of the parties in this country, uh, we could really, really be in dangerous uh, shape. Um, so that's where it's at. I think that we've got to be really careful. I think that since I know we're coming to the end of this, that these lockdowns have been an absolute disaster. I think the majority of scientists, virologists, epidemiologists, mathematicians, biologists, all around the world have spoken out against the approach towards this pandemic. It's a 0.26% death rate at the very worst. 
which is a quarter of 1% of people die, most of them over the age of 65, on their deathbeds with heart disease, cancer, COPD, and diabetes. So for the rest of us, most of us, our risk of death is far below zero, which means we should be out catching this cold the way we always have. That's the only difference is we suddenly tried to hide from a cold virus and all we've done is destroyed our economy. We have put China in a position to be the only nation in the world manufacturing the products that we need while we hide in our basements, while we hide behind our masks, while we destroy our, you know, our restaurants, our establishments, our sports, our malls, our jobs, our banks, all of it. Hospitals are even going bankrupt because there's not enough patients in them. And the suicide rate is now said by the head of the CDC to be outpacing deaths from COVID-19. We've got to wake up. This has been a tr colossal mistake by a few really dangerous players that are trying to push an agenda to control your body. I want to say this very last. I don't care what your belief is in vaccines. You have a right to take vaccines if you think they're safe. And you have a right to raise your kids giving them vaccines. But you don't have a right to make me take vaccines or my children. Because here's my problem with it. If the government can forcibly inject you with products you have no control over, you are no longer a free citizen. You are a foreign animal. You are, you are simply a possession. You are owned by the United States government. I'm not owned by my government. They do not own my body and they do not own the body of my child. That is always going to be my choice. I have the right to investigate the science. I have a right to say that didn't go through a long enough safety study. You have no proof that this isn't going to cause lupus or you know, childhood leukemia or any of these issues two or three years down the road. Therefore, I'll opt out and watch the rest of you people that think you want it. Let's watch your health. Let's go ahead, run up, line up if you want. I'm going to see how you do with the vaccine over the next three five and ten years and then I'll decide we have got to stand up for our freedom our liberty our founding fathers are rolling over in their graves we are not farm animals we are free citizens in a nation that said you have the right to free speech free assembly religious beliefs all of those were crushed on Easter Sunday when no one was allowed into their church or on Ramadan or Passover we are not allowed into our establishments we are forcing churches to run at one-sixth because they have to be separated by six feet, wearing masks. This is a destruction of First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment rights. All of it is something that we now have to stand for as Americans if we want America to exist just a year or two down the road. All right, Dell, thank you. We're going to come back in just a second so people can find out where to find you and find out more. We'll be back with more from The Health Awakening with Dell Bigtree. Stay with us. Well, thanks for joining us today on The Health Awakening. Dale Bigtree, thank you again for joining us and enlightening us on all this really amazing, very enlightening information. Since you are not on YouTube anymore, where can people find you and The High Wire? I would really love every single person that's watching this right now, if you would just please go to our website, thehighwire.com, and sign up. There's a little box. Just sign our mailing list. It's totally encrypted. We are not going to hit you with any. We're not selling anything. But when there's a breaking story, whether it's a new product or something that they don't want you to know about, we will alert you. You'll also be, uh, you'll know where to find us. What, you know, whether or not, you can always watch it on our website every Thursday, thehighwire.com. You can see any one of the 175 episodes 
episodes we've done over the last three years at thehighwire.com. But please sign our newsletter because as oppression is coming in, we never know what's going to happen. And we need to be able to reach out to you and communicate where to find us, where you're going to find the information you're looking for. We also have a nonprofit that's won four lawsuits against government health agencies so far, the FDA, the CDC, National Institute of Health, uh, Health and Human Services. We just forced the FDA to add a saline placebo to the Moderna phase three trials. We're demanding that no vaccine used in America is allowed to be approved by the FDA without that saline placebo group. So we are actually having an effect um, and they're listening because we are winning lawsuits against these government agencies. We're not playing around. If you want to see what we're doing, go to thehighwire.com. And for anybody that questions anything that I'm saying, all of our shows, you have the ability to get the, we, we send people, if you join our mailing list, uh, and then we send you the information that we talked about so you can read the peer-reviewed studies, you can read the articles that we're referencing. My show is totally transparent. I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I'm trying to teach you how to think and where to look. We're giving you the information to make your own informed decisions. And lastly, if you're questioning all of this, I would simply say, look at Sweden. Sweden did not lock down. Sweden did not wear masks. Sweden does not have a forced vaccination program in the future. And they are in their restaurants. They are in their dance clubs. They are in their bars. They are celebrating. They are working. Their jobs never got destroyed. They have now reached herd immunity because we now know around the world, 80% of us could never catch COVID-19 anyway because it is just another coronavirus, another cold virus. If you had a cold last year, you have an 80% chance that you already have cross-reactive T-cell immunity. Sweden has proved it. Sweden is the model. The rest of the world absolutely screwed this up. We need to get into the Sweden model immediately. We need to save our economy. And I talk about all this at thehighwire.com. I hope you'll join us there. Excellent. Thank you, Dale. Dale Bigtree, thank you for joining us on The Health Awakening. And we hope we see uh, you again on The Health Awakening. See you then. Thank you for joining us today on The Health Awakening. You can catch the replay of this episode and see our complete show archive at healthawakening.tv. For more information about our guests today and all they have to offer, please visit their website on the bottom of your screen. And please remember, the information you saw today is intended for educational purposes only. It is not medical advice, nor do the views expressed reflect those of this broadcaster. Should you choose to implement this information, please do so only with the assistance of a licensed medical professional. Neither the presenter nor this broadcaster assume any responsibility for any adverse effects or consequences that may result.